It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. We're going to talk love, we're going to talk relationship. But I want to tell you a quick little story about my dad, Robert, because I was, I was in Paris a couple weeks ago. And uh, I only see him once a year and he's 91. So we're very close. And because he's 91, every moment is more precious. And so we have this talk, my father and I, right in Paris before I came back to the States. And he told me something very interesting He said at the end of life, you don't look for all the hard work you've done. You don't care about that. You don't look for your diploma. You don't care about that. You only look back at all the love you've had with your wife, with your kids, with your parents, with your family, your friends. He said, so joie de vivre, joy of life, my boy. Don't forget, this is the most important at the end. Nothing else matters when you're 91 than all the great times. So uh, I guess, you know, at 50, you can tell me that. You couldn't tell me that when I was 18, of course, starting life. Something to keep in mind, lesson for my father. Now, back to love. You have a question? Call me, 855-905-8255. Call me. If you have a question about your relationship, something is on your mind and you don't know, just call me, 855-905-8255. Michel, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, welcome to The Rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? So I've been dating this guy. Um, it's been a couple months now. We've posted pictures together. He's posted them on his Facebook feed. I've posted them on my Facebook feed. But mm-hmm. I want to know from you, when do you think it's the right time to update your relationship status? Well, that's a great question. Okay. Uh, so in my opinion, the right time is defined by the DTR, the Define the Relationship Talk. Have you had this talk? Um. Well, sort of. What does that mean, sort of? Well, we've decided to be exclusive. Oh, okay. Well, that's not sort of. So now that this has been defined, and there's no reason not to be Facebook official and change your status because I think that's really the green light. Until you guys are an exclusive couple, then I don't think you should be posting things like this on Facebook much. It's kind of confusing after that. But once you say together, hey, we're just seeing each other and no one else, I see no reason why wait. What would be you, do you have an apprehension? Do you think you would not like that or any fear? Well, he's um, in the process of getting divorced, so. Oh, he's still married? Uh, yeah, legally, yeah. Mm. Well, then that changed my answer. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm glad you told me. So, of course not. Uh, you cannot be Facebook official with a married man, right? Right. So you have to wait that he is divorced by law, and then it's fine. And you, it's going to help him, and he shouldn't post any picture of you. If you are still married, I don't think you should be posting Facebook pictures of each other. That's just going to inflame his ex-wife and things. So wait for this, you know, Michelle. Just wait for you guys, for him to be totally divorced legally. Then you can do what you want. Okay, so uh, that's, that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't quite sure, so I definitely wanted your opinion. So thank you very much. You're most welcome. Thank you, Michelle. Good luck to you and have a good night. Thanks, you too. I got to go to my email because I just got one. Somebody has a problem with an ex of the person they're dating. They need help. And that's coming up next. If you can't call me and you have a question, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Uh, Trish, what's the email tonight? This listener email comes from Meredith that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Meredith. I did a little research and I found out that the ex of the guy I'm dating looks exactly like me. Like literally she could be my twin. 
My friends are telling me that this is a huge red flag because maybe it means he's not over her, but I really like him and I'm hoping that it's not true. He hasn't brought her up or anything. Do you think this is a bad sign? So the question, Meredith, is if you find out your new boyfriend ex looked exactly like you, is that a bad sign or a red flag? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. So if you find out that the ex of your new partner looked just like you, would that be a bad sign or a red flag? That's what my email from Meredith was just about. Here's my answer. Absolutely not. It's not about a look. It's about your personality. It's not about the color of her hair. It's about how you make him feel. It's not about the color of your eyes or the shape of your body. No. First and foremost, we date people for a feeling, for a chemistry. And that chemistry is not just in the color of eyes, hair, shape of your body, what you wear. No, no, no. It's something unique. It's a DNA. That is the most important. And with that comes your soul, your subconscious, your heart, the way you kiss. So don't worry about it, Meredith. The good news is it's not a red flag. You don't care. And believe me, I'm a guy. I've dated blonde women. I've dated brunette. I've dated red hair. And I never compare one to the other. It's all about you and only about you. So enjoy that new relationship and no worry. Any questions, you can email me or call me right now, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me. Caroline, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Caroline. What's going on? How can I help you? I just have a question. Uh, long story short, I was dating, well, I was friends with someone first for almost six years now. Out of those six years, we dated for two and a half years. And then he kind of dumped me saying that we're just not like, we're better as friends. So we tried being friends. But then when we both ended up dating other people, we ended up cheating on them. And then I was like, I can't do this. I'm becoming a person I'm not. So I blocked him. And then he uh-huh. reached out to me like, please unblock me. So I did. And then I like, you know, was talking to him and hoping he'll say, like, you know, I want to be with you. But instead, he just was letting me know taco fries are back at not uh, at Taco Bell, you know. So I was just, like, so confused. I confessed everything that I felt. I was like, clearly, you want to be with me. You're calling me after you have someone. Like, what's going on? And he was like, well, some people, you know, miss Coke, you know, and want to do Coke. But it doesn't mean it's good for them. So I just don't know what that means. Because, like, now it's been three months since we haven't talked. And this is the longest in six years. So I'm just really confused. Okay, let me let me help you. So the first thing is when he said, you know, it's like Coke, it's not good. It means that you and him together, you're addictive to each other, but it doesn't do any good to each other. That's what it means, right? So that you may have ooh-la-la once in a while, you may cheat when you're in a relationship and you go back to each other, but it's not good for both of you. That's what he meant, number well, one. Well, then why does he keep coming back? Because he's addicted to you and you to him. Why do you unblock him? You know what he wants. But you, you blocked him and then you unblock him like an addict who's not supposed to go to a bar when he's an alcoholic suddenly one day walks into a bar and say, I want a whiskey or a vodka. Same thing. So it's a destructive addiction because he hurts your feelings, Caroline. You hurt his feelings. And then the people that sometimes you guys date also get cheated on. So the whole dynamic is not so good. Would you agree? Yeah. But it's just confusing because, like, I ended up breaking up with the person I was with because I felt so guilty that I cheated on him. But he's still continuing to date this person. Like, how do you continue to date someone that you know you cheated on with and now you're saying you're going to marry her? Like, it's just so weird to me. 
Because this man, he doesn't really like you. He attacks you all the time, Caroline. All right? All he does for years is attack you. And there's one thing you can do to protect yourself now. is to block him and bury this past. If you want to have a, a peace in your soul and in your heart, never have any communication with him ever again. And I know it's hard. But you have to block him. And just like an addict cannot go to a bar, you cannot unblock this man or you will get hurt again. Okay? Yeah. Protect yourself, Caroline. You know, you only have one heart. Thank you so much for calling and, and be strong. Have a good night. Thank you, you too. The key question that comes to my mind is how do you know you're dating somebody toxic for you? Let's talk about that next. So I just talked to Caroline, my last caller, and, you know, she was, she was dating that guy that, you know, they were toxic for each other, even told us, like, cocaine, you know, it, it, people want it, but it's not good for them. How do you know you are dating somebody toxic for you? Because with the toxicity comes the high and the lows. So if it's super high and you have a withdrawal, like, super low, that's the first signs, number one. Number two, you always feel after, you know, you see the person or after a while Something is destroyed in you. Something is down. Something is depressed. And without that person, you feel less of a person. So that's the second sign. And then it's never regular because like any addiction, there's up and down. So the relationship is a lot of chaotic and fights and then reconciliation. And that's usually when, you know, you find reasons and you lie to yourself about being with that person because like any addiction, addicts lie to cover the, the addiction. So we all have usually one story like this. I have a story like this, and I'm going to share how I've learned all this with you next. So stay with me. So how do you know you're dating somebody very toxic? Well, when I was in my 30s, early 30s, I started to date this wonderful, wonderful girl. And the toxic part was that, you know, it took me a while to realize that, you know, um, she was not into me, but I was so into her. There was a disequilibrium between me and her. The equilibrium was broken. And I got to be honest, the romance and the ooh was so good, at least for me, that I found all kind of excuses and reasons to explain her strange behavior until I found out that she was seeing another guy. Well, then, of course, then I had to break up with her. It was one of the most painful breakups that I felt in my life because the withdrawal, oh, my God. I missed the ooh-la-la at that time so much, and then I didn't anymore. I met somebody else. But that was a hard one. So that's how you know when you feel really bad afterwards that something is wrong. It's supposed to feel good afterwards, not feel bad. Uh, you call that next, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me? Call me right now. Bonjour, Amy. Bonjour, Simon. Comment ça va? Ça va très bien. Merci beaucoup. I am good. How can I help you tonight? Well, my husband and I are, I guess, trying to spice things up, and he wants me to kind of dress up and do like a, like a fantasy role play, and I'm a mm -hmm. little apprehensive about it, so I just wanted to know what I should do. Should I do it? Should I not do it? So is that the first time he has asked you that? Yeah, it's a new request. <laughs> It's a new request. And did he specifically set a character? Or what, what did he say? Like, is there something in his mind? That would be Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm slightly worried about my sheets with the green paint. Also, it's a concern. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> wow. You know, there's a lot of factors in this. So I'm like <laughs> nervous about it. 
I, I listen. I understand. So, uh, would you be uh, interested in him dressing up, or that's just his request, and you don't have any requests from him to him? I mean, I feel like if I would want him to dress up, it would be like a firefighter or something, not like a fantasy fake character. Okay. Do you think he could, you know, maybe go into a role play where you play, I don't know, like a, a nurse or just or something? Do you think he would be down with this? So it would be like something you still like to do and something he enjoys? Or you think he's like, it has to be sci-fi and all those unique characters? Maybe that maybe like a nurse would be like a good like gateway role play. Yeah, because Amy, there's nothing worse when it comes to Ulala to start laughing. If you if he shows up or you show up and it's too sci-fi, you start smiling and laughing, finito the desire. So my advice is to <laughs> compromise and maybe go, you know, half the way. You're a nurse, maybe he's a fire captain or fireman or something like that, right? So if I were you, I would open the, this new phase, why not? between the two of you and something you like and he likes. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'll give it a shot. All right. Good luck to you then, Amy. Thanks for your call. Keep me posted. If you need any more help, you know where to find me. All right. Thanks, Simon. Merci. Bye. Merci. Merci à toi. Thank you very much. Have a good night. <laughs> you too. You know, the real question for you is, how far would you go to please your partner? That's next. Stay with me. How far would you go to please your partner when it comes to ooh, la, 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 right? I mean, the line for me is really your integrity. I mean, I think that there's no rules that I could tell you, don't do this, do this. I think no one can tell somebody else what to do in that matter or even advise you to do anything else than what you feel like doing. And that's the really only the advice I would say to you is that whatever you're willing to do, do it also because it's good for you. If you do something that is bad for you, against what you really want to do just because you want to please your partner, you're going to resent that partner. So don't do it. I have a personal story that's going to make you laugh about somebody who asked me something. I really couldn't go that way. You'll understand. Stay with me. I'll tell you that story next. So one time, and that's years ago, I was dating this very open-minded French woman, and she was into, I'm going to say it nicely, into many people possibly having ulala together in the same room. And that's not my thing. So I just, I had to say no. And she took it really badly, like, like I was not open-minded to experience and all that. And so I said no, and it probably was the best thing I have done. I lost my girlfriend after that, actually. She thought I was too uptight. But when it comes to ulala and romance, do what you feel like doing. Remember, after whatever experience you go to, whether it's role play or this, you look at yourself in the mirror, you look at yourself and say, was that fun, good, and good for me? If you can't say yes, yes, yes to those three things, don't do it. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Call me. Simon Marcel, you're listening to The Rendezvous, and the sound of The Rendezvous is romantic, and there is all those love stories that I love. So let me go to the phone line and speak to Cara. Bonjour, Cara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. <laughs> um, I love your romantic stories, and I was hoping that I could share mine. Absolutely. Please do so. Okay. So um, when I met my husband, mm -hmm. I actually didn't meet him at first. We just I saw him, um, like, 
at a random place, which was really weird. It was a common place, like, where we both had people in common, like a party. Mm-hmm. It was a get-together. And I saw him, but wasn't introduced because I was told that he was, like, in the middle of a divorce or something like that. Anyways, one year to the date later, mm-hmm. I bumped into him, and I had the same feeling about him of, like, oh, my God, this is the man of my dreams, and we've never met. And he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he introduced himself right away. And I introduced myself, and... I didn't tell him that I had seen him a year before because uh, I thought that was kind of strange to, like, hold on to. Uh-huh. Anyways, we started talking. We made a date. He asked me out. Uh-huh. I said yes. And um, we had a fabulous time. We just went bowling. It was nothing serious. But we had a great time. But the next day, he um, called me on the phone and didn't wait to be two, three days that you're supposed to wait to make sure, you know, you keep them wanting more or whatever. Um, he called me right away, and he, because he had a business meeting in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and he asked if he if I would fly out there with him, and he booked me my own hotel room, and he took me to the most beautiful dinner, and um, we hung out all night walking the streets, and then um, he walked me back to my hotel room and said goodnight and gave me a kiss on the cheek, and then he had arranged for me to fly home the next day so I could get to work on time and everything. And then we've been together ever since, and it's now nine years later. What a, this is sweet story. This, it was just, and thank you so much for sharing that story. Once again, you know, there's, we don't hear enough about, you know, all the romantic, you know, stories and and things that men and women do to express their love for each other. And what you now husband did, it's just just wonderful. This whole setup, this whole day in San Francisco and being a gentleman and all of that. You know, it's enlightening. And and thank you for enlightening my evening and our show with your stories. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank that, you. I really appreciate your story. Have a good night. Thank you, you too. More rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. It's Simon Marcel. Thank you so much for spending this evening with me and my team and I. We know we look forward to the show. I get all excited. I'm still excited, as you can tell. So thank you so much for, for that, for trusting me every night and joining The Rendezvous. I want to finish with the result of this poll I put on my social media because I love you know, answering questions. It helps me as a host to understand better when it comes to relationships, what people want. So there was this question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. What would you rather see on someone's dating profile. 68% of you said candids and 32% of you said selfies. And we had a lot of votes on this one. So remember, in case you go to a dating app, people want to see candids more than selfies. Thank you so much. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.